Hello, and welcome to the Travel Instigator Podcast. This is the podcast that takes you with us. Without kidnapping you. Oh, yeah. We bring our travel stories and some... Funny (laughs) behind-the-scenes happenings. To life in this fresh new take on telling travel tales. As seen in Swanky Retreats and Caribbean Living Magazines. Are you ready to take off? Let's go. Travel, travel, instigator. instigator. We'll take you with us without kidnapping you. Travel, travel, instigator. instigator. We'll take you with us without kidnapping you. Welcome back. Here we are, part two. A two-parter. It's our first two-part one. It really is. Our first two-part one. (laughs) It's a road trip and a half through South Carolina. Yeah, we're still in South Carolina. Gosh, so leaving domestic, we... Okay, we got there in in the green Jeep, as we said in part one. Yeah, we certainly did. But we were headed to Spartanburg. Yeah, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Very close to Greenville. Yeah, very close. I think it's actually called Greer, but... This is the BMW Performance Center. What a treat this was going to be. I think we were anticipating that it would be wild. Oh, yeah. But, man, it even surpassed, I think, what I was even expecting. I know. You're an auto guy. I mean, most guys are. I don't mean to be sexist or anything like that, but... Dudes love cars. Yeah, dudes love cars. But so do girls. Yes, you it's love cars. Such I love car. I love driving fast. I love driving, and this is the performance school is located right in front of the largest BMW factory around. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a huge factory in Spartanburg slash Greer. Um, yeah. yeah, eleven thousand employees. So there's a lot of people work there. Um, Massive from the area. Yeah, and it's right across the street. So what they have are we did. Which was called our the BMW track meet, I think they called it. The track meet, yeah. And then what they also had, so we were divided into two uh, squadrons, if you will, for this five hour day of adrenaline. It was so good. But the other group that was there, they were actually picking up their cars. Right. So one of the things that BMW provides from the driving school, since it's right across the road from the factory, yeah, is if you order uh, an M car. From anywhere, no, any BMW, from anywhere in the United States or Europe, better the United States, because we're going to tell you the Benny. So you go into whatever, Fort Lauderdale BMW or Wisconsin BMW, whatever BMW you're closest to, order your car and say you want to do the pickup experience you want to go pick it up that's right in spartanburg and so there there were a bunch of folks there picking up their brand new bmws yeah but they weren't putting them through the paces no oh god no 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 they, they had some break-in to do on their new bmws <laughs> they did there was no break-in for us oh gosh but they actually got to come out on the track and drive all these new bmws and not there again it wasn't theirs they got to drive these things at top speed Top Gear, but at the end of it, they got to drive their BMWs home. That's why I say better if you order in the States versus in Europe, because you're not going to get all the way home mm-hmm. if you try driving it back to Europe. But yeah, that's that's a good perk 
And I wasn't really like, oh, let's get a BMW, let's get a BMW, until... We drove them. Oh, my gosh. We drove five different ones? Six yeah, different. five different. Maybe even six, yeah. Yeah. Like, Everything from the SUV to the two-seater top yeah, We had down. M2s, M4s, M5s, X5, Z4. The Z4. Love the Z4 convertible. We the Roadster. The and I think the first event we did was an M340. So smooth. Handled. What was that first? The first event, guys, they had us doing a slalom, just nailing it as fast as you get. Don't knock a yeah. cone over. Cut into the corners. And they were on the radio with us, giving yeah. us hints on how Yeah, to they weren't going to be in the car with us. No. Heck no. This, <laughs> this is not Disney World. It's not on a truck. They're not stupid. <laughs> Absolutely. They checked our driver's license, but that means nothing. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You know, we did one lap to kind of get used to the turns and, so and have a break into the turns. We had the cones to slalom around. And oh. then we had to end up in the box. There's a box. And he said, just stand on the brakes because you are flying he out said, of this yeah, Make course. it go He's as like, fast as you can. And we did. And stand on the brakes as when hard get, as you can. Oh, yeah. there were So we did it. There were probably, what, four cars on the track at a, or five cars at a time. Yeah. So... The thing is that the box where you stop, you the size, up, size of a car and a half. Yeah, and you end up facing the lineup of cars. So you would, if you missed the box, you'd be t-boning, literally t-boning, not t-boning. Yeah, I saw you snicker. <laughs> the car in front of you. I don't even know how they let us do that. There was a lot of trust. It was, and that one lady, this one lady, oh, that one lady went sideways. She into the box, out of the box. Yeah, and she out. spun it. She spun it like when I don't even know how she did it. I guess that speaks to the ground. performance of these things. It really does. Yeah, because she could have taken out a whole line of vehicles. She sure could. Very expensive vehicles, but they said nobody ever rolls one here. They handle. Like butter. That no, was incredible. Never, I've never experienced anything like it, actually. And on the vehicle. road, though, you really, well, except driving down I-95, they think they can, but you never really get the opportunity that no. we received there to just, what was the next thing we did after the slalom? Uh, we did the, uh, where we followed around the skid pad. Where it was like an oil. Yeah, we had to, we were on either side so of a of an oval basically mm-hmm. that was wet. Yeah, they kept. Yeah, it they wet. wet it, but it was an oiled slick oil slicked surface. Right. That was then so it's oil and water. So mm-hmm. you were going to be hydroplaning, and you were and drifting drift, and you had to control the vehicle through the turn and throughout. Yeah, that was a real challenge. That was great. When I did it in Portugal, I had done it in a Porsche. And down in the Algarve, and there you were actually encouraged to make the car spin, but come out of, it was a very different experience. This one was, you better not let that spin. And the guys, our instructor, he was like, I don't know, this little rebel. I, I call, he had that rebellious spirit. He had that rock and roll long hair. Well, he looked a bit like Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah. And he was like, that voice is all right. Car number four. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> he did. Then he's like, all right, number four, go for it. And you did. <laughs> and I did. And there was one part, though. So you, you, you're you supposed to beat the other car around. Yeah, you're on, on the, the loop with the other car. And, and he, he's like, all right, car four, you've got this. Great. And what did I do? He spun it. 
I pulled over. No, oh, that's I right. That's right. I didn't spin it. No, I was in total control. I, I was about mine. to win. Uh, yeah, you spun yours. I was about to win. And when he said, all right, car four, the adrenaline was pumping through me that I pulled the car over and went back in the line. He's like, what no, are you keep doing? Going. Keep going. You had the... I was like, oh, man. So embarrassing. Don't don't call me out because then I'll think, oh, it's finished. You lost. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It was fun, though. That was the second. That was the second event. We had five hours. We had five hours at this place, and it was nonstop adrenaline. It was. What was the next thing that we did that you loved? The third event was the uh, lead follow. I think that's what they called it, where we got all five of the... uh, I think that's... Yeah, it was the lead follow lapping, I think is what what they said. We just went one after another. And right. The and idea was to try and catch it. And we did. We, we pretty we did. much did yeah. that last one. We got to drive every single BMW they had out there. All the, everything you yeah, set up the to M's, the Z. The X and the Z4. Yeah, yeah. And the Z. That's and the Z. Not Z. Also known as the Z. Sorry, guys. Z, Z top. Z. He really does say Z, Z top. It's really odd. Go on. <laughs> so... Oh, but you, actually, that, that was, I think, where we got to go the fastest because it wasn't a short track. It oh, was no, the it was, longest track. And it was manageable, right? It wasn't slalom. It wasn't cones no. not to hit. It was, we had diving corners. We had a little undulation, but it wasn't what we, they, they said, let's test these people. Yeah, right on, the, the, on the straightaways. Yeah. So hit it right out of the turn and at the second pylon, stand on the brakes. And, oh, yeah. and we did. We were, what, 130, 140 miles was, an hour it on was the straightaway. Brilliant. I loved it. Guys, you got to do this. Yeah, very good. And it's it's good for um, business as well, you know. Oh, yeah. It's only 495 bucks yeah. or 499 And team building? You want to talk about yeah. team building? Yeah, it's a, be a great team building experience. Except that one lady, the same one who came out of the box, the only one who came, and didn't even just come out of it. I mean, she spun it. No, out. she did. She said something about her husband, that this is where the team building had come in. Remember, she said, um, I'm not going to go with him on this one. Now, keep in mind, she's the one who spun it out. She's like, I get carsick when he drives. Wait, what? What did you, what, what did you say? I, was, I had to hold it in. It was, you did well. You held it in. I did. And then when we called ass out, I started laughing. <laughs> I hope she's not listening. Lady, you don't remember that day. <laughs> and then what was the last event that we had? It was... What, that, do they, what do they call that? You say it. The hot lap. The hot lap with these guys who... Th- these were the instructors, guys. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. They put up with four hours and 45 minutes of us just so they could get to do this. Oh, and they did. Oh, they did. It's one, to torture us. Two, to, I think, oh, yeah, homegirl didn't come on this lap either because she got car sick with her husband driving. My, we were. I tried to, t- I think I'll put it up somewhere, maybe on social media, at The Travel Instigator on Instagram because there's a video of me trying to hold my phone while the instructor has his way with us. Oh, my God. We were back and forth. And Slamming and bamming and turning. He drifted all the way around You that can hear the tires screeching. Yeah, he just... Yeah. Well, they say after they've taken everybody on those laps, they have to change the tires they on those cars because the they kill the tires. Oh, yeah. In one session. Oh, yeah. 
and the session was not that long. When I said four hours and 45 minutes we had, and that would make you assume that they had 15 minutes with us. It was probably like 15 seconds to go, I don't know, three months. Well, was, that was a sensory experience when you think whoa, about it. We it really the, was. We had the G-forces on us in yes. the acceleration. And you I had the smell of the, the burning smell rubber. Of the rubber. And, and really the smell of the car. It was so hot when yeah. we stopped. And I think I could smell... And the sound, just the screeching. Oh, the screeching. Oh, yeah. And then you had our instructor's musk. You know, you could smell that coming right off of him. He's just like, "Mm mm-hmm. The adrenaline. Flex my musk. (laughs) Not my muscles, but my musk. Period. (laughs) So overall, just an amazing experience. And so unique. And at the end of it, what they allow us to do is have like a happy hour. Yeah, we did. Beer and wine and hors d'oeuvres. A chance chance to mingle with some of the other folks that were there. And take it down a notch, right? Which I don't know if that's a great idea because then we had to drive. (laughs) Again, responsibly. Responsibly. Again, no Carolina State Troopers. We we stayed there. We craziness. We got a job to do. That's right. Then we hopped in our green Jeep and, well, made our way down the road. We sure did. A lot more safely, a lot more calmly, and a lot less... Vroomfly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the a word? Jeep's not an M car. That's it's not for a sure. vroomf. It's no vroomf. <laughs> we love the green Jeep. Then we headed where? We headed to Charleston. Oh, that's where we stayed at the Belmont Charleston place. Wow. So good. Amazing service. We were also on concierge level. So well, we sure did. Yeah, that, that was fun. Guys, if you ever have the opportunity between, uh, I'm sure you guys know this, you guys are well-traveled, you know, you always pick the concierge floor versus a regular floor because they typically have amazing service in like a common area, a great living room. Yeah, the the folks up there were superb. And Belmont. Really really looked after us. Belmont knows how to do it. Oh, we got up there and I think, you know, I'm into the bubbles. You love the bubbles. Knee deep in bubbles. What did you think of the hotel, though? The hotel itself was exceptionally well-placed, right in front of the old market. Yep. It was... The decor was a melding of a nod to the old city and what, you know, what it had. Not, not, Not the slavery guys, but, like, you know, the old... A swag and the curtain, mm-hmm. the grand staircase. Yeah, the grandeur, yeah. And the, the gorgeous chandeliers. And then it had soft touches to it. I loved even the chairs, occasional chairs in the, literally occasionally in the hallway. <laughs> Those were great. The bed was so supple. It really was. Yeah, Belmont does it right. They really do. What, did we, what did we do in, um, in Charleston? We... Did a little bit of a walking tour? We did. We did our own. We did yeah. our own. We didn't go out to Boone Plantation or anything like that, but I wanted some of that history. And there was this lady who I just wanted to admire her work. She yeah. was taking the the palm fronds and separating each little piece of the front and creating woven baskets, making hats, and we started talking, and she gave me a rose. That yeah, she, had she was really sweet. She said, "This was generations, generations." She treat you know, she's never left 
uh, Charleston, her family were, were slaves mm-hmm. on the plantation there. And she's just keeping the art alive, just keeping it going. Yeah. And you know, as painful as slavery is, it's a it's a memory that I don't think ever really leaves, especially the fabric of of North America at the moment. Things are just bubbling, bubbling, bubbling back up, and the resentments and stuff are there. But I thought she was an amazingly strong and beautiful woman. And who, she was who was carrying on the best part. Of what you know, she grew up with, definitely she could, and sharing it with us who fortunately did not have to live in that time. Yeah. And then, speaking of history, what did we do? Well, we took a tour. We did a little tour, tour package. We uh, it was a dual tour. I think uh, the first part was uh, Fort Sumter. Yeah, I kind of wanted to go there because that was actually the the place where um, the Civil War started. Yeah. Um, so it has significant historical uh, reference there. And when we stepped off the boat, the ranger said, if you look closely enough, you might find little fingerprints, not just fingerprints, but indentation of small fingers because the small slave children were used to turn the bricks as they dried. And, you know, they're kids. And they're they're baking in the sun, these bricks. That's how they're drying. So... it Child. was a little heartbreaking. You know, it you and was. I both kind of paused there, and, and I put my fingers in where yeah. the. It was uh, an emotional moment, actually, yeah. from such a simple thing, but it yeah. really resonated. It really did. I know it was. We had some history, then we had some wine, then we had a boat ride, and this brought it back, you know, to reality. It yeah. really was like this happened. This this took a long time and took a lot of lives and a lot of free labor, a lot of slave labor. And I know that you love history, so you made your way around. Yeah, read every plaque. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. But yeah, that was a good experience. Yeah. But on the way out there, I, we kind of glossed over it, right? So we were shoots folly, right? It's yeah, it's a little island just, just in the mile, bay there. Yeah, a mile into the bay. Yeah. So if you're going out to Fort Sumter, you're going to pass it. And I was like, when we saw that yesterday, wasn't there an Irish flag flying? And now there's a rebel flag flying. Like, what's going on? What's going on? And the gentleman on the boat was actually kind enough to tell us that it was... Who, who are the people who occupy uh, the Pinckney now? That then Pinckney is... Pinckney... Fort Pinckney is the name of the fort. No, it's a Pinckney Castle. Pinckney Castle. Yeah. But the, the people who now occupy it, I'm just going to say that, they are the sons of the Confederates, right? They've taken over, so hence the rebel flag. Yeah, local sons of the Confederate veterans. Veterans, that's it. Sons of the Confederate veterans, sterling. So you can't get on the island. I mean, I guess if, I don't know who would want to, but it, it yeah, it, you, you just typically can't, and you can't get there I, Except by boat. Yep. And thankfully our boat just sailed on by. We sure did. And then the second part of that tour was, you know, uh, I have a, an interest in uh, Second World War history. Oh, yeah, and uh, this was kind of that. So uh, the USS Yorktown 
So this isn't the original Yorktown. This uh, this is the the second. That's Yorktown. right, because there was a mass. You you know what? Tell them, babe. Tell them about the movie. So it's interesting because they bring it to life. Yeah, they do. I mean, the original Yorktown was at Midway, which yes. is you know one of my favorite historical uh, events or or battles. Oh yeah, a naval battle. And unfortunately, the original Yorktown was sunk at the Battle of Midway. Um, and so this was the second uh, version, basically, of that aircraft carrier. There were other it, Yorktowns before that, but they weren't aircraft carriers. Got it. Yeah. Well, what I found interesting, you know, I'm not one as delighted by history as you are. And some, I like antiquity. It's strange. I like really old or, but anyway, and you love like battles and war history, which is, I'm opening up to that now. And what they had was that video playing so that I could understand just what ha- I was like, wait, we're standing on that? We're standing on... That was bombed? Kazi pilots. What was happening? Yeah, pretty crazy. That's nuts, man. But it was great to see. And they had some um, restored and preserved aircraft on the deck as well. They you did. could see... Did we have any captured Japanese aircraft? I don't think so. I think these were all... They were uh, all U.S. Um, American yeah. um, aircraft. But we stood on the place. You, babe, this was the same one that was repurposed because we stood where this that gunner was, remember, where he was shooting down the Japanese. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, this was the same one. Definitely. And that's what brought it home for me. Yes, they had kind of, of course, they'd fixed it up, but they also kind of position mannequins in, in different parts of the vessel. So you'd walk up and you'd hear like little radio chatter and you'd see these mannequins in uniform and stuff. Yeah, they kind of recreated what it would be like to be on the on the carrier itself. Yeah. You know, the radio room, the radar station, and like you said, the gun tubs. Yeah. I thought I thought that really brought it to life. I'd not really experienced anything quite like that. I've been on a nuclear submarine before and that just that just made me claustrophobic. <laughs> this yeah, this was, was something different. Yes. A little bit more wide open. But well, some of those rooms were still pretty tight for the those crew. Those were tight, yeah. Those were pretty tight. But up on that deck, I mean, you could really fall over. I don't know how they... Aircraft landing... And again, this is without the, the technology that we have today. Landing on the deck, being shot at, having kamikazes dive bombing, just like, we don't care. We're going to let it rip. We don't care who we take out. We're going down. It must have been scary. Scary as heck. And then there's no railings. <laughs> That's my big thing. No. Forget about the bombs. Could walk right Forget off the about... edge. Yeah. I'm like, you could drown Oops. after you fall several stories to your death. That was my big concern. I don't think I could be a sailor. <laughs> Can't do that. It's the only reason why. <laughs> but that was great. I, I, I enjoyed South Carolina. I think we... Need to revisit. I think there's more to see there. Well, I meant revisit the BMW Performance Center. I go there in a second when we pick up our new car. That's what he didn't let me finish my thought, but that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, and then we'll visit Hotel Domestique, of course. Go back to Charleston Place and enjoy the heck out of the food. That is the that is the, the food in you know. And Sobeys is really what got my got my palate going. Yes, we enjoyed seventeen, but Sobeys. What did I have there? Wasn't it pork belly? I think you had the pork belly. When I find it on short rib, I'm sucker for short rib or pork belly. 
and bubbles. Bubbles go good with everything. They sure do. As does a craft beer. Oh, those bubbles. But those bubbles are tiny. I don't know. They're different than champagne bubbles. But you have those. I'll have mine. We'll toast along the way. Definitely. Guys, thanks for joining us on this episode of Travel Instigator, the podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, next week. I'm Peta. And I'm David. You guys get to South Carolina. It's worth it. Thanks for joining us on our latest adventure. PETA is PETA Phipps, publisher, producer, all-around entrepreneur, and the travel instigator. David is David Blair, an engineer, travel cohort, blossoming photographer, and thinks he is a badass motorcycle rider. And he is very Scottish. Travel, travel instigator. instigator. We'll take you with us without kidnapping you. Travel, Travel instigator. instigator. We'll take you with us without kidnapping you.